Welcome to the Yoga Coffee Magic Podcast with your host, me, Ray, where each week I am dedicated to bringing you new, fun, mindful practices to bring into your everyday life. With these practices, I hope to help you uncover the light that is within you, the light of creativity, the light that you can spread and share throughout your life and with others to live a life that is free of anxiety and depression and open to whatever you choose to be. So go ahead, brew your cup of coffee, stretch it out, and get ready to grow with this week's episode. Hello, my mindful little students, and welcome back to this week's episode of Yoga Coffee Magic. And if you're new here, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Ray, and I am so excited because this week is my 10th episode of my podcast. As silly as it sounds, 10 is not a high number, but I just, I don't know. Feels like I got a good number under my belt. Feels good. Double digits. I'm liking it. Um, This past week has been crazy busy for me. Of course, I was still recovering from my cold. I'm at that super icky gross part right now where all I do is cough all this icky stuff up and then I have to spit it out because I'm not swallowing it and I'm not keeping that crap in my body. I want it out. I want to expel all the mucus demons and get back to normal. And I feel like I am so close to it, guys. So close to normal. (laughs) It feels so good. And now that I say that, I feel like I'm going to have to cough. Uh, But uh, we also celebrated Nick's 30th birthday this week, and we had a blast. Of course, my fiance is someone who does not ask much for himself, so... I just took care of him and spoiled him in all the little ways that I can. I made him breakfast when he came home from the gym. We hung out for the day. You know, anything that needed to be done, little things, I would do them for him. And then I cooked him a prime rib dinner. And it was my first time cooking prime rib. I was so nervous. My mother-in-law was a sweetheart and helped chipped in for the dinner, of course. I was like, I cannot mess up this meat. Like, one, it's his birthday dinner, and if I mess this up, what are we going to eat? And two, it was a lot of money. It's prime rib, guys. I wanted to do it justice. So, I did this salt recipe that the butcher shop actually recommended. It is not the original recipe I saw online and studied, but I went with their recipe and it sounded terrifying. I had to buy six pounds of salt for this recipe and I had to use four and a half pounds of the salt for it. Now, if you've never cooked prime rib, this one was boneless. Um, You can do the same recipe with bone in But essentially, you put three cups of salt on a lining of a pan that has foil put down. And that's kind of like the bedding, right? Then you face it up, fat side up, okay? Then 
This is the weird, scary part that sounds completely ridiculous, and I seriously stared at the recipe for a long while before I even continued with the steps. But, n whoa, Siri. Okay, <sighs> I found this on the web for seriously started the recipe for a long while before I even continue with the steps. Check it out. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's my fault because I totally got hardies on the way home from the gym today. Uh, and I had my burger sitting on top of my phone and I bumped it and I don't know. My Siri is very eager to help me. Uh, when Siri first came out, I said please and thank you all the time like it was a human. And I think she's kind of learned to love me. And even when I get a harsh tone with her now, especially with my HomePod, she doesn't get snappy back. It's like she's apologetic, which she should be, Siri. I've been so patient with you for years. Now, what the F out, I'm talking. Um, which reminds me, I normally put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I don't believe I did that for shame. Done. Done. Sorry, my mind is still going a mile a minute. I just had the best workout in the entire world. I will get back to the recipe if you guys are very curious. I am not that far down the rabbit hole yet, but I had an amazing workout today and my mind is still racing a thousand miles a minute. You know, when you have that good lift and you're like, yes, I feel motivated. I feel like fulfilled. My body is, you know, in tune. Let's go. So... If I sound super pumped up this episode, it's super late at night. I squeezed in a late night lift and a little bit of tanning, got my Hardee's Mushroom Swiss Burger, and here we are. Um, and apparently Siri is our guest star or co-host this episode. Thanks. I shouldn't say her name too often. She's going to pop up and think she has something she needs to do. Back to the recipe. Um... So once you put the bed of salt down, which is three cups, which comes out to like almost a pound of salt, which is just insane in my mind, of course, because everything you hear is bad. Salt's bad, right? Now, I had kosher salt. I don't know if that matters. Any hooser be. Then the recipe calls for one pound of salt per one pound of meat. And... I had a four and a half pound chunk of prime rib. So I had to take four and a half pounds of salt, mix it with approximately one cup of water, which created like this like snow paste, and pack it all along the prime rib. Now, of course, before I pack the salt, you know, you do your traditional salt, pepper, garlic, pepper. I stabbed my meat shove some garlic in it, Worcestershire sauce, then I put the salt on. That's it. Those are the only ingredients. And then I cooked it. Um, it turned out freaking amazing, guys. I was so nervous. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I kept inspecting the roast even after everybody said it looked delicious. And I was so paranoid. I I don't know. Like I don't want to cook something and then like somebody have the craps later. Ugh. That'd be horrible, especially for Nick's birthday. So, thank goodness, recipe turned out fan frickin' tabulous. We may incorporate prime rib as our new holiday dinner for any holidays that we celebrate or, you know, invite people over. And <laughs> Chef Ramsay, 
Heyo! I'll see you on next season's Master Chef. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not quite there, but that would be awesome. Um, for anyone who does go to try this recipe, I highly suggest DC Meats if you are in the South Bend, Mishawaka, like Osceola area. My mother-in-law suggested that shop to me. Blew me away. You know, I'm thinking some hole-in-the-wall butcher shop because that's what I'm used to. I used to go to like Lowry's with my mom and I've been to like a million other butcher shops. They have all natural ingredients. They have a whole bunch of essential oils, CBD oils, you know, Himalayan salts, like all this amazing natural ingredients. And it's a simple shop and I'm sure there's men that work there. But when I was there, it was all women. There were women in the butcher shop. They found me the cut of meat that I needed, even though the butchers were gone, which was amazing. And then they suggested their recipe, walked me through it, showed me the ingredients, talked to me like they were fan freaking tabulous. And apparently they close early or earlier than most, you know, grocery stores because they do a routine cleaning. And they explained when they clean their shop, they don't just clean like the normal things, like, you know, the tools and the, you know, the, the cases and the freezers. They scrub the walls, the floors, and the ceilings. So this place is super clean. Highly recommend DC Meats. And it is a salt-crusted, rub if you will for the prime rib is a recipe that I did and it was amazing and I am so happy his birthday turned out next up we have our anniversary which is on the 19th and then of course Christmas the new year and then my oldest son's birthday in January and then my birthday in February I'm telling you guys the holidays from October like Halloween until Valentine's Day is a blur for me not only the typical things that people do for their family and holidays but that's when all of like our birthdays and anniversaries are for our household except for Grayson thank goodness that child gave me a break he was born in the middle of summer far away from all of this thank you Grayson thank you God for planning that because if I had all three children so close together i don't know what i would do like my mom i don't know how it happened so i am the oldest from my mom i was born february 7th and my middle sister was born january 22nd which is obviously what like two weeks apart if that and then my youngest sister when i was in first grade i remember this so specifically my mom went into labor the day before my birthday and the doctor basically said hey look we can induce you put you into labor you're close enough you know to your due date and you can just be admitted and have the baby now or if you want you can go home labor a little bit come back tomorrow and then see if we have a baby well my mom left that up to me because her contractions weren't that crazy at that point and it was her third so she knew what she was doing I selfishly thought if she had the baby right then, like tonight, then tomorrow I could still have my birthday party. Yeah, guys, no, no. 
still had to postpone my birthday party. Um, so my youngest sister's birthday is actually the day before mine. And if she would have been born naturally, she would have been born on my birthday. All three of us girls are Aquarius. Our birthdays are all within three weeks of each other. How crazy is that? And then of course, somehow in my household now, not only do we have Christmas and an anniversary, we also have three birthdays roped in there with Thanksgiving, Halloween, and then of course, now I'm going to have my sister's birthdays and mine. So it's a crazy time. And I am going to still try and keep up with my podcast, but I am considering maybe taking like a two-week break, at least until the new year, and then just take that time to create a whole bunch of content. I'm still debating only because I feel like if I say I'm going to take a break and I start brainstorming all this content, I'll want to get it out and I won't want to take a break. But then of course the catch 22, if I don't take a break, I'm probably going to get so busy and then I can't get it out. So here we are. TBA guys, TBA to be announced. We'll see which direction I take, but as of right now, even with things still being busy, I'm still sticking to my mindful, wow, I can't talk right now, sticking to my mindful practices and trying to get to the gym and trying to stick with my yoga. And so far, it's helping. I mean, I've had a couple days where I've kind of felt eh and exhausted or I was run down by my cold or my period. But so far, this winter has been the best winter I have had in probably 10 years so I'm gonna keep that up and keep going to the gym and keep doing what's working and hopefully you guys will get on the bandwagon and start trying these practices and then you can be enjoying the winter time like I am I take the winter time as like my hibernate and like focus on me right because it's cold nobody's outside everybody's kind of in their house bundled up that's where I like cozy up and just like fill my cup and just like focus on me like what do I want to do I can curl up and read a book you know like I try and make the coziness and the gray and the gloom work for me and then when it starts to wear me out I get to the gym and then here I am amped up AF ready to go to dive into this week's episode so let's not waste any more time and dive in and this week's topic we are talking about imposter syndrome. Now, some of you may know what imposter syndrome is, but for those of you that don't, the definition of imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one owed's efforts or skills. Now, this is something I've probably suffered with as long as I can remember. You know, as far as I can consciously remember thinking and feeling towards my own personal self, like as a young kid, you know, when you think I am this, I am that, or, you know, um, I just, I don't know. Like this is, this is something that I struggle with daily. Um, This is something that a lot of the practices I have shared with you can help combat, but imposter syndrome is hard to live with. It's this nagging voice in your head that when 
you go to approach something that you want, there's a little voice in your head that's saying, do you deserve that? Do you fit in with that? Do you belong with that? Are you actually that? Um, For example, when I do my art and I doodle or I paint or I like to do ceramics, I even suffer from admitting that I'm an artist. You know, like I still don't like to say, oh, I'm an artist because I have so many friends that I feel are way more talented than me in a million other mediums. But again, skill level does not determine your worth or your part in a role. Skill set has nothing to do with it. Skill level, whatever. There are many levels to everything in any job, in any profession. There is always a beginner, intermediate, and advanced level. And of course, imposter syndrome wants to make you feel like you don't belong or the work that you've put in you don't deserve it like you didn't do it maybe somebody helped you like in the beginning for me you know i had so many people reach out to help me with this podcast i had my best friend sean who wanted to help me out and make some music i had shane who wanted to reach out and do photos and branding photos for me and there was a time where i started to have more success with the podcast And I started to feel like it was due to them, you know, like it wasn't what I did. It was what they did, which of course it's like that balance of, you know, ego and true self. It's the ego trying to separate you and the anxiety trying to tell you you're not good enough. So of course I had to, you know, combat those practices and tell myself, look, they like what I'm doing. Right? I have to remind myself what I'm saying, what I'm doing, it connects with them. So they want to help. They want to help share that light. And I tried to remind myself that's how I feel when I see someone I know trying hard to do something. And if I can help, I want to help. I want to get them to that next level. It doesn't mean I want any stake in their success. I just want to see their success. And if I can help, help. So that was something that I had to kind of work through on my own and you know I deal with imposter syndrome every day it's hard like you walk into the gym and you see somebody that's you know like filming their self and getting into their sets and looks legitimate and then you think what the hell am I doing here like what um am I even good enough like am I even a lifter all these things go through my head and it's hard to take that voice and speak louder than the one that's speaking down to you right because there's something about that low negative vibrational energy that just loves to draw you in it's honestly like a dementor that is the best visual slash analogy i can give you anxiety your ego, well, I'd say the negative power of your ego, you know, this imposter syndrome, it is like a dementor. It is possible to compete and win 
and battle with the Dementor, but you have to have the right Patronus. You have to do the work. Harry Potter didn't just cast that spell and like kick ass, right? No, he had to practice. He had to put in the work. He had to do the mental work, the emotional. He had to dive into himself to be able to build that muscle, to be able to build that strength against the darkness. And yeah, we may be talking about, you know, a fake creature in a book or a movie, but this creature directly can relate and symbolize our negative mindset and the way that we view ourselves. But we have to fight hard against that. So I hope when I give you these tips today, you really do implement them because I don't want any of you out there thinking that the hard work that you have put in is not yours because it is it doesn't matter if somebody helps you we're all supposed to help one another nobody's supposed to go out there and do something single-handedly and be completely successful from the ground up never once has that happened there has to be multiple hands in the pot multiple brains working together you know if that's just it's how the world works we are a collective whole so when of course we go through the practices of the i am statement and letting go of the ego it's a lot easier to kind of push down that imposter voice okay and that's where it's going to start you have to be able to build the sense of what you are and when you hit the resistance the hit that resistance of i can't be this i can't be that like i don't feel like i belong tell yourself you can if you want to. You can do whatever you want. You can belong to any group of people or any sort of symbol that you gravitate towards. You can be a beginner. Just allow yourself the vulnerability. Step aside from the ego. Tell the ego to take a back seat. Go take a nap. You're taking over from here and you're going to humble up and say, I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to approach this, but let's learn. Let's just dive in and figure it out. Okay. What if you accept that you are this? What if you accept that that success is your own? What if you try that instead? That's what I want you to do. Anytime that little nagging voice or that little imposter comes along, taps on your shoulder, and tries to suck you in with that negativity that hey this isn't you you aren't this say but what if i was what if i could be what if i want to be change the what if change the negative what if this happens what if that happens into the positive okay well what if i did this instead what if i accepted this what if i did the thing that feels uncomfortable what happens outside of that and you guys know exactly what happens when you get uncomfortable i tell you this every episode the moment you get uncomfortable you start to grow the moment you step outside and you do something different you're gonna learn you're gonna grow because guess what you've been letting that dementor suck you in you've been living in that negativity pool drowning in that black hole of negativity and what has it done for you lately nothing (laughs) absolutely 
freaking nothing. So what's going to go wrong if you combat it with positivity? If you accept something else other than the negativity that you're used to, what happens? So your first mental practice that I want you to work on is the what if, the positive what if. What if I do believe in myself? What if I do try? What if I stop holding back? What if I let go of this thing that doesn't serve me anymore? What if? Now, coming up soon, I am going to do an episode on a book that I've been reading. And I'm not going to talk too much about the book right now. But this book definitely helped me a lot with the positive what if because I started this podcast and silly enough everybody instantly started saying what if you get big and famous and what if you do this and what if you do that and all these positive what ifs and of course the imposter syndrome kicked in and I'm like what the hell am I doing like am I really a podcaster like what no what makes me a podcaster i don't know like i'm not that big i don't have a million people listening and i kind of started letting my mind and my ego and this imposter syndrome kind of knock me down a peg or two right and then i remembered who the hell i was and said you know what there are people still listening and if at least one person is listening to my podcast i am a podcaster right somebody is listening i make a podcast they listen that's kind of how this works right so i have to like talk myself through these things too and tell myself you know what no people are listening they do like it and i set out to do this one because it's a fun creative outlet and two i had a lot of friends and family members asking for advice and tips for things that I did to get through my rough spots. So don't think that everybody is above the imposter syndrome or feeling like they don't deserve their own success because it is more common than you think and I really wish more people talked about it. And what? Why? Why why do we accept this voice in our head that tells us we don't deserve our hard work? Where did we pick that up? You know, was it something that was repeatedly said to us when we were younger? Is it just the anxiety? Is it the depression trying to get to you? It can be a lot of different things, but you can also push back and say, what if I do accept that I'm a podcaster? What if I just embrace it and start putting out content like millions of people were listening to me? What if? And that's something that I'm working on because I feel like I feel like the book that I'm reading definitely opened my mind and made me realize that I need to embrace what I'm doing and stop thinking small. Who cares that I only have like 30 to 45 people listening? That's still a really great number. And I feel like sometimes I hold back the message because I'm like, well, how many people are going to listen this week and I get caught up on that so my promise to you going forward is I too will continuously work on my imposter syndrome 
and try to put forth the content that's like in my heart without holding back. And hopefully that will unlock the next level for me. And that's something that if I do take the break I spoke about earlier, that's something I want to work on, like work on the content and really put out what's in my heart and what's been in my mind and in my notes and just go balls to the wall, guys. <laughs> you know, for a better lack of term, go balls balls to the wall. Just put it out there because who cares? Who cares what people think? Because I do these things and they work for me and I'm just being real about my life, you know? So if people don't jive with that, so be it. But I know that most of you are, so I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to try and be even more me than I have been going forward. So there is my promise to you. Also, keep in mind, the imposter syndrome can be deep-rooted into childhood trauma. Um, This is one that my therapist and I talked about a lot when I would go. Um, Growing up, and even now, like as an adult, when I think back, I didn't have a true sense of self. I was kind of like a chameleon. I enjoyed everything, but I never felt that I could claim the things that spoke to me the most or spoke to my soul the most. And looking back on my childhood, it's kind of hard to pinpoint like, was I creative? Was I outgoing? Like, would people say I was shy? Most people would probably say I was outgoing. But again, it's like that weird extroverted anxiety, but you're really like introverted. It's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. But if you can daily, I mean daily practice I am statements, when you have that little voice in your head telling you, that you don't belong or some success does not belong to you say i am successful i am a hard worker i did earn this i statements and i am statements combat the negativity and the more you repeat them or even say them out loud you're rewiring your brain and it sounds silly and simple but i'm telling you The power of thought is so strong. You have to fight back against the negativity. Don't get washed over by the wave. If a wave knocks you down, get pissed. Get angry you just swallowed water and your nose is burning. And make sure that you keep your head above water the next time. That you look up. That you look out. And you're aware. As simple as that. And when you do these statements, you'll find in moments that when you're doubting yourself or you're doubting your success, you're going to revert back to, you know, no, 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 I did work hard. I worked my butt off. I did earn this. You know, I put in the blood, sweat and tears or, you know, I am a lifter. I go to the gym five days a week. And then sometimes I even do it at home with weights, you know, like put your thought and your fight back into it put your mind where you want it to go point it in the direction you want to go 
you have to point it in the direction of positivity. It's not going to happen naturally, especially for people that have anxiety and depression. We have low levels of serotonin. Physically, physically our bodies do not make enough of the happy hormone. But our minds are strong and you can rewire your brain. You can complete a true sense of self that will stand up for you every time you get knocked down by that wave. And over the last seven years of me doing all of this, my voice becomes stronger and stronger the more I do this. Like today, I almost, almost skipped the gym. And then, I'm not gonna lie, the AirPods and the early Christmas gift was definitely my pusher to go to the gym and I'm so glad that I went. But I have developed this voice in my head that I know when I don't show up, I won't get the results that I want. And as silly as it sounds, I am completely fearful of somehow losing a whole bunch of weight and reverting back to like my 98 pound high school self. Like I am absolutely terrified of being 98 pounds because I have fought so hard in my life to gain weight. So over the past seven, eight years of me working super hard with yoga, eating better, taking protein, working out, you know, and gaining the weight and thank God having two children definitely helps you put on some weight guys. Um, I have developed a little voice in my head that when I know that I sit at home and I'm not working out and not working towards my goals, I won't get there. And as funny as it sounds, like years ago I bought this tank top that has kind of like a snowman flexing and it says, do you want to build a swole man? Obviously, it's like a pun off of Frozen. Duh, who wouldn't love that? But I kid you not, when I start to doubt if I want to go to the gym for the day, the little voice in my head says, do you want to build a small man? Which, of course I do. So whatever you have to do, work on these mindful practices, meditate, get to know yourself, check in with yourself, your inner child, revisit every episode, and then come back here. Because I'm telling you right now, in order to combat the imposter syndrome, you're gonna have to do all the other steps prior to this one. They will all help you build this voice, this inner voice that's going to stick up for you when that wave wants to knock you down. And it almost becomes comedic. Like I almost have built this like inner coach in my head, you know, and it comes out in the funniest of moments. And, you know, the more I do it, this inner voice is very much my voice. And for people that know me, I can be very unfiltered and very creative with the way that I think and express myself and lately at the gym I have switched up my workouts and I joke that I have this inner swole beast come out that sticks up for me when I feel like I can't push through my sets especially when you know I introduce new supersets or I go up in weight 
Um, I'm not afraid to make ugly faces in the gym to get through a workout. But when you go up in weight and it's tough and you feel that burn and you're like, do I want to keep going? Like I'm I'm almost at eight. Could I hit the last two? (laughs) I always find some creative set of two words or some funny phrase to get me through the last two like reps. As silly as it sounds like, you know, don't bitch out. Or, you know, like I'll think of something like, you can do it or you're done, you know, last one. You know, I think of a word or think of something, you know, to motivate me to get me through the last two. And this voice used to never be there. Came out of nowhere. I specifically remember it was like a year and a half. No, it was probably two years ago. If I'm thinking right, yeah, because of gravy. Um, So about two years ago, and this was back when I used to do running for cardio, which I freaking hate because of shin splints. I don't care how much you stretch. I can't get rid of them. So elliptical and stairs for life. But anyway, when I used to run, um, there was one time that I was at like nine minutes and 20 seconds and I was almost making like my best mile and I was like, you know what? No, I can do this. And like in my head, I pictured like this inner super bulked up version of myself just roided out of my mind, cheering me on. Um, And every once in a while, she comes out and coaches me. (laughs) And sometimes she's even there when I'm not at the gym. Um, And she follows me, but she protects me and she keeps me real and keeps me honest. Um, And you too can have an inner roided out swole beast that protects you if you check in with yourself and get to know yourself and uncover your truths, you know, sort out the lies, the lies that your anxiety and your imposter syndrome tells you. You are not unworthy. You are not selfish. You are worth it. You put in the work. You can be whatever you want to be. And again, kind of goes back to don't be afraid to be vulnerable and don't be afraid to learn, right? You know, like anybody can start something new. Anybody can learn. You just have to be willing. You have to be open to it. Just like these mindful practices, you have to be open to them and also go one step further and do them and implement them because you can push past this resistance that you're feeling and break through your ceiling to a whole new level. And the last little mindful practice that I want to leave you with may be the hardest. It's going to sound a little silly, but I want you to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you cringe a little? Did you like, eh, what? Oh, okay, what? No, seriously. Because we all kind of walk around kind of hoping somebody will notice us, right? That somebody's going to notice the hard work that we put in, you know, the nice things that we do. But let me tell you something. People only believe what you tell them. People are so busy, wrapped up in a million other things 
okay? You need to believe in yourself. Stop waiting for some white knight or one of your friends or your family members or even your significant other to believe in you. Now, of course, yes, you should have people around you that believe in you, but do not become dependent on other people believing in you. You only need to be dependent on you believing in you. So when you go to approach something and you find yourself fearful or you don't think that you can follow through, you don't think you can complete it or win or do the right thing, believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself because nothing, absolutely nothing will go wrong. And I tell you this because the more you believe in yourself, this is what will help bring out that roided out swole beast to help you and to help fight for you. But you have to believe in yourself or it won't come out. If you don't believe in you, who will? People know what you tell them about you. So if you don't tell them the things that really mean something to you or that you're really interested in, they're not going to know. They're going to see the surface of what you post on social media or you know the surface conversations you give them start believing in yourself be yourself because if people don't like that those people shouldn't be around you anyway and let me tell you when you are absolutely yourself it's like you are a light and the moths come i'm telling you like be yourself Nobody wants to compete with somebody or to, you know, feel like they're less than somebody. Like, no, just be yourself. Don't compete with anybody. Just believe in you. Cheer for you. And I promise you, the more you cheer for yourself and believe in yourself, that inner voice is going to speak louder and louder. And then guess what else happens? Other people start to believe in you more. Yeah, okay, sure. You can look sad and you can look down and your friends will be like, oh, it's okay, you can do it. But guess what? People really believe it when they see you do it. But you have to believe you can. You can absolutely do it. I believe in you. And Shane Culp, if you're listening, guess what? I believe in you. You are a photographer. You are an amazing photographer and mom. And I do believe your business is going to soar. So example for you, this would be perfect. This could help you manifest the next stage. Love you, Shane, because I know you're listening. (laughs) But seriously, guys, this is your last little mindful flex that you can do to help bring out that inner voice. Because I hope all of you can implement these practices and take your life to the next level because it is completely possible. But if you don't believe that you're going to get that promotion, if you don't believe that you can put in the work and learn more and work harder, you won't because you already told yourself you won't. See how that works? But if you tell yourself you can, guess what? You can. And even if you mess up the first time, guess what? 
you learned what not to do. Don't be afraid to go out there and believe in yourself. Believing in yourself, there's nothing wrong with that because even if you go out there and fail, you still believed and you learned what not to do and you can keep going. You're not dead. You're still living life. You're supposed to make mistakes. You're human. You're not an AI. Learn, be humble about it, grow, and be yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in the I am statements. Ask yourself, what if I did do this? What if I committed? What if I started right now? Are you going to start one day? Or is today going to be day one? What's your choice going to be? Huh? What is it? What's it going to be? Just kidding, guys. (laughs) Uncomfortable silence. All right, guys. With that... I'm going to dipsy do and leave you with your mindful practices for this week and hope that you can implement positive I am statements. Come back at your negativity with what if I can do it and what if I am successful? And honestly, downright believe in yourself. You are a magical, majestic, beautiful, homo sapien, living breathing and experiencing life there is so much to life stop holding back stop telling yourself you're not worthy and you didn't earn it you are worthy you are enough and you worked your ass off own it take it no one can tell you differently that's the fun thing right like we've talked about that who cares what people think people are always gonna talk and guess what The people that talk negatively about you have nothing better to do with their time. And anyone who talks negatively is self-projecting. So do your thing. People are going to talk. Be you. Be unapologetically you. So when they say stuff, you don't care. Because you're not fitting into any other mold that's being judged. You are being you, living your life full of happiness. So who cares what Joe Schmo says? Shove it, Joe. (laughs) Just kidding. But seriously, I love you guys and I appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope all of you have a absolute wonderful holiday. Even if I do take the break from the episodes, I will keep you posted on all social media. And of course, I'll still be posting through the holidays and keeping you guys mindful and giving you daily mindful practices. I'm not going to go AWOL. I'll still be here for you. And as always, don't forget that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, hopefully a five-star review. This is how Anchor can help get my podcast out to other platforms and get more mindful students in on our weekly practices. Also, you can contact me at yogacoffeemagic at gmail.com and you can find me on Instagram at yogacoffeemagic and as well, Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for stopping in this week, guys, and I hope you have a magical, wonderful day. Don't forget to brew that cup of coffee stretch it out and get a little uncomfortable and get ready to grow.
Happy holidays, guys. Music by Sean Leisure and artwork by Justine Backus.